Hello everyone, what's babbling? This is Psycho Babbles with Miranda and Lauren. Hey. Wow. No, okay. I try to do a different high every I see, single time. Okay. Um, this is the podcast where I talk about the topics I'm learning in my class. And is it? Lauren, shocker, hopefully it provides thoughtful feedback. You just copy and pasted that again? Yep. We okay. shall see. I had to get through these, okay? Anyway, uh, this is episode nine. And our topic is how the internet is changing education which has been the theme this entire time that's what it feels like yeah i'm gonna stop trying to explain the topic because they all relate to each other anyway yeah it's yeah just give me the title and then i yeah so let's begin um have you ever heard of napster no no okay like napstar napster like sleeping Um, so Napster was this music app where anyone could trade music with each other. Oh, that's free. Oh, that's fun. But you had to buy it in order to trade it? Um, yeah, you had to, like, own the songs, but then you could trade. Like a library? Yeah. Um, so it meant, like, anyone could have any access to any song they want, basically. Um, and I mean, to me, like, I would love this, but understandably, like, musicians did not like this. They don't get as much money. Um, yeah, because instead of people, like, going out and buying their albums, they're essentially, like, stealing it, um, and they get no monetary gain from it, like, from people buying their albums. Um, but yeah, so Napster got a lawsuit, and they were shut down in 2001, so definitely before our time, but only- quite literally. Yeah, only a little bit. Like, what? A year. Two years for me. Because you're old. <laughs> Dude. Anyway. Come on now. Don't expose me like that. Yeah, sorry. Um, But, yeah, so they got shut down, but they revolutionized this idea of downloadable music and mass music consu- con- consumption. Sorry. Say that I, word like, again? Sorry, what? Consumption. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so things like Spotify that, like, I know I use and a lot of other people use. And then, what is it? Apple Music? No, iTunes? That you use? I use iTunes. iTunes? No, okay. Me. Well, Apple Music is another. And, like, Pandora, which I used to oh use my a lot. Do you remember Pandora? All of the um the teachers at my high school Yeah, everyone used Pandora. used Pandora. Um, That was a big one. But I definitely like Spotify more. So, basically, they um, this introduces the idea um, that the people who benefit from the old ways tend to not like the idea of new things. Um, like, it's hard to comprehend a new system could be better than the system already in place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so how does this relate to learning? Well, online learning is becoming a big thing, but many still believe in-person learning is superior. Um, so, like, the intimate college seminars um, and then, like, tenured faculty who are experts, like, in their subjects. So, like, that's seen as the only right way for education, you know? Um, I highly doubt that. Yeah. Not to and name so, names or anything. One of my TA was like talking about one of the tenure professors that they worked with. Oh, really? And they're like, yeah, they could like use a because he's kind of old, old. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he could use some update on how yeah. he how he thinks. Yeah, for sure. Um, so not yeah, not name dropping anybody, but yeah, don't name drop, please. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, the question is like, why would anyone want to take an online course when like these other options are available? You know, that are seen as better. Yeah. Um, for one, not every kid right out of high school has the money to pay for undergrad, you know? Um, Very fair. Not everyone wants to go to an elite school. Like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we're at UW-Madison. I know plenty of people that, yeah, if they could have gone to UW-Madison, maybe they would have liked it. But, like, 
ultimately like smaller schools you know i mean they tend to not be seen as elite you know because they're smaller but, like some people like the small environment you know um some people just prefer online classes you know um and so what we learned in the in this class i'm taking is that it isn't a matter of like which one is better or worse but rather like what the system looks like as a whole you know um and so like in-person lectures have their disadvantages uh, for instance, you don't know what kind of lecture you're getting the, the day of lecture. So, like, you know how you wake up and sometimes you're just, like, in the worst mood, right? No, that's usually before I go to bed. You wake up good... before you go to bed? No, no, no. I'm always in a pretty good mood, like, in the morning. Oh, okay, okay. When I get back, sometimes I'm in an icky mood no, from the day. I'm kind of, like, different. I'm, like, every day I usually wake up and I'm in a good mood. But then there's the occasional day where I just don't want to do anything. And, like, you've seen it. There are some days where I'm just, like, not my normal self. I open my snap and Miranda's still in bed and it's pretty late in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, those are my days where I just, like, cannot make myself get out of bed. Like, I struggle. Um, mostly Fridays because I don't have class on Fridays. Um, flex right there. Or maybe it's Whatever. not a flex that I can't get out of bed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's a Friday. You don't need to get out of yeah, bed. Yeah, if you don't have any classes, I wouldn't get out of bed. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, but so professors also have bad days, um, and so like they might show up to lecture and like struggle through it, you know, like maybe they aren't able to speak, like I suck at talking sometimes and I can't get words out and you never know, maybe a professor's having a bad day and they can't get words out that day. Um, like you may not be getting the best version of your professor and like, so that's a big disadvantage for an in-person lecture because you're not getting that lecture back, you know? And they not only use a professor, but they also pay graduate students to run sections. Um, and, like, they may not be as knowledgeable as a professor. Like, or maybe they are. It really depends, you know? Like, it's <laughs> hard to tell. Story. I got a funny story. Um, in OCHEM lab um, a couple weeks ago, we were running our reaction, and I called my TA over. I was like, hey, Eli does this look okay? And he, he flat out tells me, I wouldn't, I don't know, I've never done this reaction before. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> so yeah, they, I, was like, I was like, okay. <laughs> so they may not be as knowledgeable, you know? Um, yeah. You never know. Um, also, they aren't widely accessible. Um, like, here are some shocking numbers. Um, of about 18 million students in higher education, an elite school teaches about a tenth of them. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot. Wait, say that again? Of about 18 million students in higher education, elite schools teach about a tenth of them. So, who teaches the other 90%? Not elite schools. So, like, like smaller schools. So, like, the Only 10% of the higher education population goes to an elite school, is what you're saying? I guess, yeah. Like, yeah. elite schools only, like, of 18 million students... Only 10% of them are go taught to. by elite schools. So all of the people who are in higher education, only 10% of that population go to elite schools. Yes. And so that's the, really low. Yeah. The top 50 on U.S. News and World Report list only educates 3% of the student population. The top Ooh. 50 schools. Is it us? That's probably us. I don't, I don't know where we list on there. We're probably in there, though. Top 50 schools. On U.S. News and World Report, at least at the time 
of the article that was like written that I had to do for this class. What was it on what news? U.S. News and World Report. Yeah, I don't know what it is now. I didn't like look it up, but at the time of the article that was written that I had to read. Here, okay, we're gonna go with yeah, U.S. News and World Reports. I just click. I'm clicking on the first one. Okay. Number one, would you like to guess or should I just rattle them off? Just rattle them off. I can't think of schools right now. Okay, number one is Princeton. Ooh. Number two is MIT. Number three is Harvard. Yeah, I would have put MIT. Stanford, Yale, University of Chicago, Johns Hopkins, Pennsylvania, California Institute of Technology, Duke, Northwestern, Dartmouth, Brown. Northwestern was higher than us. Vanderbilt. Well, yeah, but all of these are like, yep. um, what's that word? I was going to say private, but I don't know how many Ivy. of them are private. Ivy. Oh, yeah, Ivy. All these are all Ivy. Rice, Washington University in St. Louis, Cornell, Columbia, Notre Dame. Okay, um, yeah, these are all schools I've heard Berkeley, California, Los Angeles, Carnegie, Emory in Atlanta, Georgia, Georgetown, New York, University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, University of Southern California, University of Virginia, University of Florida, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Wait, why are all these schools above us? Wake Forest, Tufts, University of California, Santa Barbara, University of California, Irving, San Diego, Boston, Rochester, University of California, Davis, University what of Texas. What number are you at? Um, 38. Just go to 50. Guess what number is, wait, guess who's also tied for 38. There's one, two, three... Three people tie for 38. University of Wisconsin-Madison is one of them. Oh, really? We were right above the click for more. Oh, yes. Let's go. We beat Boston, Urbana-Champagne, um, Case Western, Georgia Institute of Technology, Northeastern, Tulane. Okay. Ohio, the Ohio State University. The Ohio. Michigan Ann Arbor is higher than us. Yeah, it's a good school. I know. We also beat Santa Clara. I almost considered applying there. Miami. University Anywhere. of Washington, I wanted to apply there, but my mom's so, like, no. it was kind of far. Well, no, it was because it was, like, one of the COVID epicenters at the time, and she's like, I uh, really don't want you going there. Yeah, don't go there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so top 50 on that list at the time of the article, which it may have been different, um, only educates 3% of the student population. Like, in the world? Because it's U.S. and world news. Yeah, so it might just, like, of the United States. Okay. That's so low. Yeah, and the other... Because these schools are big schools, though. So the entire list of the one that's U.S. News and World Report at the time, the entire list was 250 colleges, and the entire list teaches fewer than 25% of the population. And then the other 75%, which is about 13 million students, are enrolled in institutions we probably have never heard of. And, like, the one... I didn't list them... But, like, in the article, I had never heard of the ones they listed. So, are they, like, um, like, private schools and, like... No, I think they're just, like, smaller, small-town ones. Like, lacrosse? Yeah, like, lacrosse. Like, I doubt a lot of people, if you're not from, like, Wisconsin or maybe, like, Minnesota-ish area... You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know lacrosse. Like, Tatum wouldn't know where it is. Yeah, Tatum probably has never heard of lacrosse. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Or, like, I know... Actually, I don't know, because I know there's some throughout the state, but, like, NWTC. Like, we have one in Surgeon Bay, Northwestern Technical College. We have a uni- – wait, this- 
We have a University of Milwaukee at Washington County. <laughs> yeah. So like that kind of so like those those types of colleges teach about seventy five percent. Actually, no, it's University of Wisconsin Milwaukee at Washington County. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot, and so, I yeah. don't like it. So they're not. But I'm so, like, People see this like higher education as like so superior to like other forms of learning, but it's not accessible to so many people. Yeah, you know, I I agree. Yeah. I concur. And so like the value of the value of education isn't diff that like that much different if there's any difference at all between online versus in person lecture. But for some reason, like people just believe that online learning isn't up to standards. You know. Yeah. Um. But the internet is changing our learning. Um, like, it's cheaper and it's easily accessible to more people. And I think another point that is important and is shown by Napster is that people will indulge in things that are easily accessible. Or, like, easily accessible. Right? No, I did say that right. Um, yeah. Like, people may be less inclined to buy albums if they only like one or two songs. That's me with every single album ever. Yeah, like, I don't... Besides AJR. I would say Bennett. I love AJR. Bennett I one buy the time, whole album. One time Bennett judged me. We were in the car together. Um, Bennett is um, one of Miranda's hometown friends. Yeah, Bennett's one of my hometown friends. And he, context. And he judged me because, like, I don't listen to songs by albums. So, like, I was listening to, like... I can't remember who I was listening to. I was listening to this guy that he listens to. And he's like, oh, this is the worst song on the album. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because, mm-hmm. like... This is the only song I, I guess I know from the album. And he's like, oh, well, when I listen to music, I just listen to the album. Oh, I can't do that. Like, he clicks on a... And I'm like, no, I have to add playlists, like, songs to my playlist. Individual songs. Because then you songs. get albums, like, Taylor Swift's Midnight album, where it's all slow songs. Like, yeah, I can't like, do they're that. all the same. I yeah, can't do and that. so, like... No hate me. to Taylor, but I just... It's boring. Yeah, it's but Jace also does that. Jace is Bennett's twin. Yeah. And so, of course, they're the same person. And so, they both listen to, like, full albums rather than just, like, individual songs. They also, they both also have terrible communication. Yeah, they have terrible communication. <laughs> so they could learn a lot it. from an online class. Look at Jason Bennett. Yeah. But anyway, um... Anyways. So, yeah, but they, if they can easily indulge in the music they like, then they'll listen to it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, it isn't that kids don't want to go to college or learn. Like, the article we read stated, um, specifically, like, quote, an undergraduate education used to be an option, one way to get into the middle class. Now it's a hostage situation required to avoid falling out of it. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, forced in to education, not so that we can learn, but so that we can, like, get a good job. And well, that's like, what my mom, like, yeah, she's like, Lauren, do what you love, but please get a degree in it, Yeah, is what she said. Which, like, I understand because, like, university, like, going to college, just any college in general, mm-hmm. like, it shows you're committed yeah. to what you're learning and that you have learned something in the process. Mm-hmm. But then people think that, like, online, like, if you get a degree from an online college, like, you're still doing the work. Oh, like, yeah, I don't understand are, why people still, think. You're still getting graded on it. You still have to, like, go through the book. You still get homework. Like, I don't understand yeah. why people think, like, the quality is less, you know. Um, but, like, if it's accessible to those people like I mean, online learning is accessible you know like, um yeah but just because so like just because we feel we need an education doesn't mean we can get it and like online learning is an avenue that people can take to get an education especially like for people who are already working or have other responsibilities in life because yeah. like, i see a lot of like 
on like for ads and stuff like a lot of the online learning are for like parents and for like people who are already in the workforce like trying to like get like a master's or something Mm -hmm. it always shows like the mom after she puts her kids to bed at like 9 p.m starting her yeah class so i feel like it's like it reaches more people yeah for sure but yeah and so like we're talking about this right and like i guess the fear is that once online learning becomes a thing people are gonna stop going to like in-person like schools which is like not true at all like people are still gonna go to elite schools if they can afford it and they want to go to an elite school they'll go like here we are like we're at uw madison you know people are upset when there's online learning yeah and it's like i wanted to go here like this was the only school i applied to really yeah so like if i wanted to online learn like i i could have used that as an option but like it, it was an option for me i guess but i didn't consider it because i knew i wanted to come here like this was my only thought like of what i wanted to do you know so like people aren't gonna stop going to elite schools just because like online learning is an option you know like if that like they're both still gonna exist you know like one's not replacing the other um and like smaller colleges even like they may not be as like big or like seen as elite as like bigger colleges um but like there's still education you know um and it's like sometimes we don't notice like changes until they're so drastically different from like how it began and so like it does take time to transition and so i feel like right now we're in a transitioning i think we're kind of moving out like our age like we're accepting that online learning is a thing but like older generations i think are still like like trying to transition into the it's not scary it's not new anymore kind of thing anyway i don't know if that made sense yeah that makes sense um but yeah so like i love online learning um i think everyone should have access to learning um especially if like the only thing keeping them from it is access um so like i think i've talked about it before um but like my dad specifically learned so much from the internet and like i'm so happy for him because like he like he was able to go to college but because of like money reasons like he wasn't able to finish um and so like he like for him access was hard you know and like but he has learned so much like i've talked about it before like he took an online class about like building and stuff and so now he rents like he buys houses to like rent out like my brothers um and like he just like renovates them like Like, it works you know it works it's like like if you want to do something you can put your mind to it like so maybe that's why i accepted like online learning so quickly is because like i've seen it firsthand you know Mm -hmm yeah um but yeah i think that's it for this episode okay um nice yeah yeah it was a good conversation yeah on to the next one okay um bye uh stay tuned from a word from our sponsor oh yeah a word from the sponsor okay bye bye this episode of psychobabbles is sponsored by elite schools Do you wish to make your parents proud for once and be able to get into these top 10 schools in the nation? Well, I got news for you. You won't. And all the money that the university makes is not from tuition, but from you and all the other failures out there who cover the the price from $70 to $100 for admissions costs. Thank you for helping all these elite schools and we appreciate you, even if it doesn't seem like it. Disclaimer, we're not actually sponsored by elite schools.